Welcome back to the Golf Shop. Mark Greenhouse, Matt Blanchard, Zach Ryan. This uh, segment, I'm going to say it again, is brought to you by the new Skybrook Golf Club in Huntersville. Opening today, you won't recognize it. New Bermuda Greens, renovated clubhouse, improved drainage, and much more. Check out skybrookgolf.com. Reminder that we've got... Uh, Five free twosomes if you send us an email at info at thegolfshopshow.com. Again, info at thegolfshopshow.com. Tell us that you want some free golf up at Skybrook. We will uh, select some winners and get the uh, get you out what you need to know. So, uh, Zach, do we have our or do we have our uh, our man on? Are we ready to go? All right. Well, joining awesome. us joining us now, he is the winner or the survivor of the Myrtle Beach World Amateur Handicap Championship, William Welch joins us. William, welcome into the golf shop. Hi, thank you for having me. All right, so i got to ask you, first off, uh, the keys to success. We know that they have the uh, the world's largest 19th hole down there at the World Amateur Championship, so uh, how much time did you spend in the 19th hole? Uh, we went every night. I, I came down with a buddy, and uh, we enjoyed the festivities to end. Just didn't get too crazy, though. All right, so yeah, you can't do that anymore and win a golf tournament, especially the biggest golf tournament in the world. Yeah. All right, so uh, talk to me about the experience. How many how many times had you have you played in this tournament coming into this year? Uh, I've been coming since two thousand and one. I think I missed a couple years, so I think I've been in it like seventeen years. Oh, so you're a wily veteran. Had you come close before to getting into the playoff and winning your flight? I did win my flight ten years ago, and uh, and the finals was a good experience. Didn't really play well, but the experience helped playing this week. Yeah, I'm I'm sure that the, it's it's uh, you know we all talk about that. We can go out and play with our buddies on a Saturday morning or whatever, and uh, you know a, a two footer may be good here and there, depending on you know whether you're paying for. Uh, a, uh, an adult beverage or uh, a little bit of, uh, you know, $5 Nassau or something like that. But uh, when you have to put everything out, it becomes a little different experience, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, those two to three footers are nerve-wracking. <laughs> it's I'll, I'll tell you that I heard a long time ago, William, that golf is a game, but tournament golf is golf, and I, I really believe that. Oh, yeah, Definitely. So, so coming down there for for so many years, uh, it's always a great experience. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure you've played in the in a little bit of different weather. You guys had some great weather this week. Uh, so, talk to me about the four rounds of golf to get to that point, because we always talked. You know, we talked to Andy Ogletree earlier in the show. He's the he's our U.S. Amateur champion. And, uh, you know, it, it seems like when you go through a tournament like that, there's always a day where maybe you don't have your best stuff. And and he kind of ran into a, a, another kid that was that was uh, not hitting it great, but making every putt, getting it up and down from uh, from every garbage can that he hit it into, and, and he survived that one in extra holes. Uh, was uh, was there a round that maybe you didn't have your best stuff going on, and how'd you get through it? Uh, well, the second day, I didn't really play that great, but I always, me and my friends always say that when you get your courses uh, for the tournament, it's best to come down here and play a practice round so you know what you're in for. And if I didn't play a practice round that second round, it would have been a really high score, I think. So uh, it, I played okay, but it could have been a lot worse. The third day uh, was my best day, and I, I got a course that I've had three times in the tournament before. So okay. I knew it uh, very well, so I was very confident going into that day. 
But the fourth day is was tough, and it was all about just keeping it in the fairway. Just don't get into trouble. Too many people get into trouble, and they try to get out of it, and they try to make miraculous shots where you probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> all right, so i got to ask this question. What is your handicap index? Uh, 14 seven. Nice. That's a, that's kind of a middle of the road for, right. for that. Yeah, I mean, it, and, and you know, we've talked to the to the, uh, the the boys down there at the, the World Amateur Handicap before, and uh, they've had champions from all across the board, from some of the lower handicaps to some of the higher handicaps. You're kind of in the middle of the road. Uh, when, when you when you go out to tee it up in the in the uh, in the final in the playoff for for 18 holes, what's what's your mindset there? I mean, you kind of have a feel. You know, being in it for so long, you might have a feel, and and, and obviously getting the end of the championship round before you have a feel for what you're going to have to shoot and. That puts a little pressure on you as well, doesn't it? It does, but uh, all my buddies just told me, just go out and have fun. Uh, you've been in it before. You know what you know what to do, and just play your game. Don't think about anybody else on the course. Just to play the way that you play. I'm not a long hitter, but I usually hit it straight. I kept myself out of bunkers, which is probably the weakest part of my game, and I was the kid who it, and I putted great. It's all about the putting. <laughs> it, it is all about at, the cutting. At, at every level, it's all about the cutting. <laughs> every time. So, so, uh, so during the round, was there any adversity that you had to to overcome to win this thing? And uh, you know, were you playing with uh, who were you playing with? And and uh, you know, did were you aware of what the scoring was? Uh, I I was not aware of what the scoring was. I didn't even want to look at a leaderboard. I just wanted to keep on doing what I was doing. I I. The ninth and tenth holes, I think I had back-to-back doubles, and I just figured that it, there was no shot of uh, winning after that, and so I just played, and then I started to play a little better and a little better, and then after the round, I went uh, into the clubhouse, I saw the leaderboard, and I couldn't believe that my name was on the on the top. <laughs> Wow, that's fantastic. So it's always interesting. I mean, is there an opportunity during the round to see what the scores are? I mean, or do you have to? So do you have to consciously kind of keep your head down in order not to find out? Uh, you can find out what the leaderboard is, but I didn't even want to know. I didn't even right. want to see it. Now, are there are there people out there? Are there people out there watching? Were your buddies out there following you around? I had one buddy following me around, and I didn't even want to look at him while I was playing. <laughs> That's beautiful. I didn't. I didn't even want to know what was going on. I think if I would have known that I was up on the leaderboard, somehow I would have blown it. <laughs> so, so now, uh, is there a trophy that you get? I mean, is it like, a, is it, is there a green jacket or is there a U.S. Open type trophy that you got to bring back that you get to hang on to? What do, what do you get out of this? Uh, I get a trophy from it that's sitting right next to me in my car. Uh, they also have another trophy that they keep and engrave all the uh, past champions' names on it. Nice. So, so I got to ask you this because you talked about a bunch of your buddies. So I'm sure there you, you had a couple of your buddies down there with you. So, uh, when you guys go back out to tee it up on your on your regular weekly game, uh, does this maybe get you that two two and a half foot three foot putt now more often? Or are they going to make you put them out more now that you're you know this uh, you're a major winner? Ever since I started playing in this, I always try to put everything out because I know that I'm going to have to do it down here. So I try not right. to take any gimmies at home. Ah, I like that. I like it. Put it up. Put everything out. So uh, you That's know, I mean, I, I, huh? 
That's the game. It is the That's game. Right. It is the game. Make everything. Of course, the older we get, some of us, the the worse we get on those two and three footers. So we're kind of excited, Maddie, when when uh, our buddies give us those. Speak putts. for yourself. <laughs> Maddie's a good putter. I'm a terrible putter, so uh, I'm I'm still working. It's not two and three feet for me. It's about a five. It's five to five to seven feet is where I struggle more often than not. But uh, um, so you know, relative to your handicap, I mean, tell us about the four scores and, and then the championship score. Where did that fall on your handicap? What did you shoot net the three the the five days? Uh, I believe uh, the. I'm trying to think. I think. When I won my flight, I think I was plus plus four or five. I, I'm not even sure what it was. But I, I think I only shot one day under my handicap, which was the third day. And the fourth day playing in the last round, I mean, it's just a, a battle of survival. <laughs> Usually if you shoot something around your handicap, you're probably going to win, especially in an event like this. Uh, would you agree with that, William? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'd like to look. The, last day, yeah. the great thing about the last day is you get to play with whatever place you are in for the last day. You're playing with, like, I was in second place going into the last day, and I was playing with the leader, so I knew okay. exactly what was going on. So I knew what I had to, what I had to hit, and everything. Because there's so many people in the fight. If you're not playing with them, you have no idea right. how they're doing and 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 what you have to do. Yeah, perfect. And, and you know, and that's the thing, too. I think, you know, when you look at people's handicaps, and, and you know as well as I do that your handicap, I mean, at your home golf course that you play all the time, I mean, you, you can shoot 65, 66 nets, and then there's going to be some days where you shoot 75 and 76 right. net. But, you know, having a handicap that travels is always the key. When you go to play other golf courses, if you can shoot around your handicap at other golf courses, that's, that's golfing your ball. Yeah, I, I always I try to play as many golf courses. I love playing as many as I can. I mean, I don't normally stay at my home course because I'd like to travel and try to play as many different courses as I can because I just enjoy it so much, and I just want different opportunities to play different things. If you play your own course all the time, you know it like the back of your hand. So I feel like if I shoot well on it, well, it's because I know the course. Right. Give me something that's different, and let me see how I can play on that. Well, cool. Well, William, we appreciate you taking some time to join us this morning. Congratulations on the the major championship win at the World Amateur Handicap Championship. Thank you very much. All right. Have a good one, and good luck defending next year. Oh, I'm going to try. <laughs> Thanks.